In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I've been thinking about a word we use so often in church. That word is glory. It's certainly a familiar word to anyone who shares in our liturgies. We end the reading of Psalms by adding a doxology, glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Except in Lent, on Sundays and major holy days, the Eucharist includes the adoration of God, which begins with the word glory. Great cathedrals, beautiful sunrises or sunsets, and magnificent music all seem to reflect what I would call God's glory. Psalm 19 begins with the words, the heavens declare the glory of God. The sequence hymn which we just sang praises the great creator of the worlds. That's worlds plural. If anything, that's an understatement in the light of what the James Webb Space Telescope has shown. Having said all that, did you notice the amazing statement in the collect for today? It says that God's glory is always to have mercy. Not sometimes, not occasionally, not if God is too busy doing crossword puzzles up in heaven or anything else, but always to have mercy on us. Maybe there's an assumption by those who assigned this collect to the second Sunday in Lent that after just a week and a half of the season, we may already need that mercy. One of the most loved prayers in the Christian treasury is the Lord's Prayer. Spanning the gap between virtually every version of Christianity and with minor differences in vocabulary, praying that prayer is a direct response to the Lord who taught it to his disciples. That they in turn taught it to their followers is a fact of history. I doubt that any of us would question its central place in our liturgies, as well as in our private devotions. We know it by heart, and I hope we pray it often. That's the plus side. But it can also be the minus side. We know the words so well that they can roll off our tongue automatically without much thought or any real meaning. Consider one petition in it. Forgive us our trespasses or sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Really? If you or I are angry with someone or hold a grudge against someone, perhaps someone who has hurt us, hurt us deeply, someone we have not forgiven, Think of what we are actually asking of God. It's the opposite of what the words so clearly say. We are really praying, God, don't forgive us because we don't forgive. Forgiveness, real forgiveness, is never easy. One challenge 
especially in this season of Lent, is to know how and where we can find the strength to have mercy, to forgive others as we ask God to forgive us. That is very real. But, as that great theologian, Tevye from Fiddler on the Roof, is apt to caution, on the other hand, and then point out that there is another equally true balancing reality to consider. As we take stock of where we are in our Lenten journey, how well we are doing in our relationship with God and with others, it's all too easy to fall into the trap of being discouraged because maybe we haven't been spectacularly successful in the forgiving others business. Also, we may be carrying some unnecessary baggage, baggage we might have ignored or even been unaware of were it not for our Lenten self-examination. We may find that we have trouble forgiving others, but even more, forgiving ourselves. Perhaps that's why the 121st Psalm is assigned for our use today. It asks, where's our help to come from? And immediately provides the answer. Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of all that is. I think that's a powerful reminder that living a faithful Christian life is not some accomplished simply by something like grit your teeth, roll up your sleeves, and do it. Although I quoted it on Ash Wednesday, the Lenten proper preface to the Sanctus is worth quoting again. It spells out so simply and bluntly the ways God offers the help, the strength, the grace all of us need to live the way God wills us to live which is in and through our prayers and works of mercy, our devout reading of the word of God, and receiving the holy sacraments. For all our desire to use these 40 days to draw closer to God, to be more intentional about our treatment of others, how are we doing? Ask yourself, has the time since Ash Wednesday challenged you? Has it made a difference? What will the rest of Lent be like for you? Where do you go from here? We can count on this. God, who as we just heard in the gospel, so loves the world that his glory is to have mercy that God will give us the desire and strength to have mercy. God, who forgives, will give us the grace to forgive. Yes, God will. But what about us? Will we accept those gifts and use them? Amen. <laughs>